Consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, it's Sarah from Wilmington, Delaware, and I just wanted to say congrats on 200 episodes to Cruise Radio, my very favorite cruise website and source of cruise news and cruise tips. Congrats, guys. Keep up the good work. Can't wait for the next 200. Oh, thank you, Sarah. We know and love Sarah from Delaware. We yeah. really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks to everyone who's uh, supported us over the years. Yeah, definitely looking forward to uh, 200 more where I'll be 37. Wow. How old will you be? I'll be crapping by myself at a nursing home. I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash cruise radio. On the show, Nancy Shredder from the Family Travel Network will join us to talk about the Dancing with the Stars theme cruises. This last theme cruise she was on, there was Sean Johnson, um, Joey Fatone from NSYNC. Is that his name? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a really cool cruise. We'll talk to her and get her take on that. Also, Dan Skilkin, CEO of TripInsurance.com. He'll be uh, talking about a new alert system that TripInsurance.com has, not only for folks who purchase TripInsurance, but for anybody who wants travel alerts when they're traveling. But first, Stuart Shearer on the Cruise Guy. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Hey, Doug. Hey, man. J.D. Power & Associates recently did a satisfaction survey, and they didn't give the cruise lines all that good of markings. First off, isn't that survey mostly for automobiles? They are, and I tell you that uh, they should stick to what they know. Right. Ah. <laughs> I mean, that uh, survey uh, isn't worth uh, taking into the uh, bathroom stall with. Um, I mean, just it, it was so it was so egregiously inaccurate on so many levels. Uh, most importantly, you know, they're they're really fine statistic that really just sticks out like a an ingrown toenail. Um, that, uh, you know, where they said almost 20% of cruise passengers complain, you know, had, uh, had a problem during the course of their cruise. And so essentially when you're saying, well, 20 million people went on a cruise, well, that means that 4 million, 4 million people had a problem on their cruise. Yeah. So I went and looked at the survey, and there's a question there that says, did you experience a problem during your cruise? And then there's a box to talk about, well, what the problem was. Um, I, I chipped a nail. Food was cold. Um, my my uh, didn't have turn-down service. My mint wasn't left on the pillow. Um, my next-door neighbors were loud. I didn't win in the casino. My shore excursion was really excellent, but, um, you know, I had a wet seat. I mean, So, moral of the story, they need to stick to automobile surveys and not cruise lines. Well, I mean, it's, it's fine they want to do cruise lines, but let's you know, come up with credible, believable yeah. statistics and information. And what they gave um, was so misleading. Uh, and the good news is the cruise passengers, just like the, the Harris poll and the Travel Mole poll, um, they've, they've taken them, and uh, I, I do recall hearing uh, toilets flushing. Oh, boy. So um, another worthless waste of time. The Mississippi River was closed on Sunday, diverting Carnival Conquest to Mobile, Alabama. What happened there? Well, um, the the river was closed. There was there was a, an accident uh, on the river, and so the Carnival Conquest was unable to get up the river. So it was diverted to Mobile, Alabama, which is getting a little bit more business these days. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, and, and the ship, because of the you know switch in ports, they had to get the passengers that were 
waiting in New Orleans for the uh, return of the ship. They had to get them the mobile, so they wound up uh, delaying the ship. And uh, Carnival Conquest is on the high seas, which is great news. So it's important for our listeners to know this accident did not involve Carnival, correct? No, correct. Okay. Absolutely nothing to do with Carnival. And speaking of Carnival, they made some announcements that a lot of ships are going to be shuffled around. Uh, what ships are going where? The big announcements that they made were uh, Carnival Sunshine, that um, formerly, a.k.a. Uh, Carnival Destiny, um, which was just uh, recently uh, transformed into a super ship, <laughs> um, was going to be coming into New Orleans, and that was going to be her home base. Instead, what they're going to do in April of 14, they're going to move Sunshine over to Port Canaveral near oh, Orlando. Awesome. Right down the street from us. Exactly. Yeah. And they're going to take the Carnival Dream, which is the first of their Dream Class ships, which is Dream, Magic, and Breeze, mm -hmm. and move it to... Uh, New Orleans. So essentially, it's going to really kind of shake things up. Um, you know, Sunshine has all of the Carnival Fun Ship uh, innovations and, and upgrades and updates. So, you know, what better place to be able to showcase that upgraded ship and really kind of shake things up in, in Canaveral by putting the ship there and then taking a ship that's been there for many years and moving it back uh, over to uh, New Orleans. So they're going to get the biggest ship, the biggest carnival ship they've ever had. Nice. Um, and New Orleans is just doing phenomenally well. Uh, so it's it's a it's a really a terrific move. And then uh, Carnival Pride is leaving Baltimore, going to Tampa. Correct. And then Carnival Liberty is leaving Miami and going to Port Canaveral. And something else is going Legend somewhere. Legend is going uh, to South Pacific. That's right. Yeah. There's going to be so, two ships in uh, Australia. Exactly. So it's. What's very interesting is that Carnival's doing really well out there with their Spirit class ships because they're not nearly as big as the Royal Caribbean Voyager class ships. Mm -hmm. So they can actually get into the ports and don't have to deal with as many tenders. So they're actually doing well where Royal Caribbean is uh, doing so-so. Uh, and I guess Carnival Glory staying in Miami year-round now, too, I think. Right. Instead of going back up to New England and Norfolk. Okay, cool. Speaking of Royal Caribbean, grandeur of the seas, back into service um, this Friday out of Baltimore. Will being out this long uh, have an impact on their earnings? Well, I mean, it, it will certainly have an impact. But, uh, you know, future pricing going forward, uh, they're, they're going to do well. It, it is a great ship. I remember seeing it back in, uh, in December. Uh, she looked, I mean, better today after the revitalization than she did 16 years ago when she debuted. Hmm. So uh, she'll do very, very well. Uh, Baltimore is a very good market for them. And uh, I, I know that Royal Caribbean and Baltimore uh, are both going to be happy the uh, ship has returned from uh, being repaired from the fire. Cool. After a few hundred thousand dollars, it looks like Savannah is going to rule out a cruise terminal. Uh, besides it being small, is there anything else? Well, I, I will tell you it was actually um, over $400,000. And what was really just a major conflict, the company doing the survey was also the company that was in line to build the terminal. Well, of course. So, of course, you know, whose best interests were at heart here? Uh, Savannah really did not have a prayer at uh, getting into the cruise business uh, at, at this point. I mean, it's too close to Charleston. It's too close to Jacksonville. Um, it can't do seven-night Caribbean runs. And it would, it's not a fly-in market. It would only be sourcing passengers from the same pool of people, thus weakening um, you know, the entire region um, and not being able to fill the ships. Hmm. Um, they're just, it's just, you know, it's a great city, but uh, it just wasn't, and, and plus there was no interest from the cruise lines. 
but uh, it just didn't make sense. The first feasibility study uh, should have told them, should have tipped them off uh, as to the reality of, I mean, but they, they were thinking, oh, by, you know, within a few years, they'd have a quarter of a million cruise passengers coming in and out of Savannah, which was just impossible. But uh, it's, it's good for the city to have finally come to their senses and, uh, and move on and, uh, Good for them. So with all this political unrest and uh, everything happening in Egypt, uh, they, you know, they're wanting to shut down the uh, the airlines going over there and everything. How does this look for cruises? Well, Doug, I'd certainly tell you, if you looked, you know, if you've been watching the news, this is certainly a lot more than just political unrest. I mean, there's a great deal of violence going on and, you know, people being killed, which yeah. is just tragic. Uh, I mean, it certainly makes no sense for any of the cruise lines to be visiting uh, Alexandria, which was a popular port. But, uh, you know, it has uh, taken a nosedive over the last couple of years because of the uh, uncertainty uh, there in Egypt specifically, as well as the region. Uh, so I don't, I don't, I, I, cruises, cruises are going to continue to do well in the Mediterranean. Uh, Israel's doing well. Um, you know, Turkey, the cruise lines have been very um, cautious and very observant of what's going on in Istanbul specifically. And uh, thankfully, there haven't been any issues, but there, there was uh, a week where sailings were diverted from Istanbul, but did return. Uh, but Egypt is a, is a completely different case, and uh, you know, people are not comfortable uh, with an with a Alexandria stop uh, in a visit to Cairo because of the, the ongoing violence. But uh, you know, the cruise lines still just continue to make uh, itinerary changes to, to avoid the area. Gotcha. Looks like the QE2 is finally going to be a hotel. Well, you know, we've, we've heard this before. We've heard this before. We've heard this before. We've heard this before. Sounds like a broken record. Um, <laughs> the, the ship right now is being, quote, fitted uh, to be able to sail on her own power to go uh, to a shipyard in, in China where they're supposed to be able to transform the former QE2 uh, into a hotel somewhere in Asia plans to be discussed uh, at a later point but uh you know we'll we'll see you know like i said we've been down this road before and uh you know it, it's it's a great ship it's got you know quite a story and uh well you know unfortunately as many predicted it was not going to work out in dubai uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with her um wherever she winds up in asia if that's indeed where she's going all righty thank you Stuart. hey it is a pleasure and congratulations on your 200th episode well thank you for that completely solicited congratulations <laughs> and congratulations i will return that congratulations with a congratulations on your 200th cruise yeah that, that's pretty exciting so it's 200 for both of us <laughs> cruise radio news now trending at cruiseradio.net For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. 
not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or best? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being, and they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website, and they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now, TripInsurance.com. And Doug, it's Sean, Cruise Man 3000 from Baltimore. I'm calling in to wish you guys both a happy 200th episode. You two have been making some amazing ripples and waves in the cruise industry, so please keep all that amazing content coming. I wish you guys all the best and many more shows to come. Holla! Always happy to have our next guest on Cruise Radio, Nancy Shredder from the Family Travel Network. And Nancy, you just returned from a, uh, a seven-day sailing on Holland America's Veen Dam, uh, a Canada-New England sailing from Quebec to Boston. Uh, first off, Nancy, welcome to Cruise Radio. Thank you so much. It's always so great to be here, Doug. Likewise. Happy to have you. Now, this whole Dancing with the Stars thing, it's its gained this massive cult following over the past few years. And uh, last year, Holland America announced they were doing these Dancing with the Stars cruises, which uh, you just came off of. Uh, how was the reception aboard this sailing? Well, Doug, there was so much excitement around this whole Dancing with the Stars theme, both before the sailing and during the cruise. Just watching what was going on on Cruise Critic about this sailing, there was a lot of buzz about it being a Dancing with the Stars uh, theme cruise. And when I got on board, I was pretty blown away. The Holland America Veendam guests brought their dancing shoes, and I mean literally. <laughs> I mean, a lot of these people showed up with their ballroom shoes on, and they were ready to go. Um, a number of the guests told me that they had booked the cruise specifically because of the Dancing with the Stars theme. Uh And others were just really surprised and thrilled to find out their sailing had been turned into a a Dancing with the Stars cruise. Um, Our sailing had four people from the TV show on board. So um, the dance pros were uh, two-time mirror ball winner Mark Ballas and uh, Chelsea Hightower, who was gorgeous and and really so nice. And the celebrities were um, Olympic gold medalist and mirror ball trophy winner Sean Johnson and Joey Fatone of NSYNC boy band fame. And um, almost all of the events were held in the showroom at Sea Theater, and really it was um, standing room only every time. Nancy, with a Dancing with the Stars-themed cruise, is it anything like the TV show? Well, actually, yes. Um, the Dancing with the Stars at Sea production shows were are very much like the TV show. They even have some taped segments with the judges from the show interwoven with the, the dancing segments. So it makes it really fun. And they have the, you know, well, the judges reveal the scores, please, right. with, the, with the cool music and everything. So it's really great. Um, and in addition, uh, the routine for each of the sessions where gets like, get to learn a dance step, um, a lot of the routines are all from this show. So they're exactly ones that you've actually seen on TV. They use a lot of the same music, so the whole thing seems very familiar to anybody who's watched the show. It sounds like a big production. 
Yeah, it is. And every day there's a Dancing with the Stars event or two. Um, guests can come to the session. They get to learn the steps and a new routine and dance. And um, there are people watching, and, and as you dance and, and learn the routine, you might even get chosen to actually compete in the show. Oh, very cool. Now, how are the celebrities on board? Because I know, like, on some theme cruises, they have their bodyguards around them 24-7. Is it anything like that? Oh, gosh, no. Um, it's they are, These people are really interacting, and that was one of the coolest things. It's, you know, the Dancing with the Stars celebrities and pros were out there mixing with the guests day and night. They, it's really obvious that they really love their fans, and they really didn't want to hide in their cabins. We'd see, you know, Mark Ballas and Chelsea Hightower and Sean Johnson around everywhere. They'd be up in the crow's nest, or you'd see Joey Fatone and somebody having a, a drink at the ocean bar. You'd see them at breakfast. They were interacting with people. And that's one of the really big advantages of this program, I mm-hmm. think. You know, Holland America guests can go to breakfast and talk with the people that they've watched on TV all year, which is really cool. Now, it sounds like there was a lot of activities like the Q&A you mentioned a couple of minutes ago and then um, like the instruction. Uh, what other kind of activities were they offering aboard? Well, it's it's really neat because um, each of the guests had the opportunity to have their picture taken with these people. So mm-hmm. one of the formal nights, they had um, all of the celebs and pros out there, and people could have their pictures taken. There actually ended up being about an hour and a half long line because there were so many people who wanted their pictures taken. And then, you know, people didn't just, you know, take pictures. The 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 pros and Dancing with the Stars folks really interacted with these people each time. And then at the uh, near the end of the cruise, you could bring your picture back and have it autographed, which was really great. There was that Q&A, which was really wonderful because people were really interested, you know, how does each of the, the Dancing with the Stars pros get matched with the celebrity? How does that work? And, you know, people really dished on, you know, what happened behind the scenes and right. on the show, which was really cool. And then, you know, it turns out that Mark Ballas is a really amazing uh, guitarist and songwriter. So he did two shows uh, for people of actually singing, which was amazing. Uh, did Joey from NSYNC sing at all? Uh, no, he did not sing. Wow. Uh, no, 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 he did not sing. But, you know, he is a fun guy, and he was out there interacting with people all the time. He's just really down-to-earth, just in a really amazing guy. So, yeah, he was, he was definitely all over the ship. People loved him. Nancy, are these the only Dancing with the Stars at Sea events? No, actually, Holland America's Dancing with the Stars, it's these theme cruises, are part of a whole huge fleet-wide program taking place on Holland America's cruise ships this year. You know, there are theme cruises in January 5th and again January 12th, but on all of the Holland America cruises, not just the Dancing with the Stars at Sea theme cruises, Guests get to participate in lots of things like free dance classes with routines from ABC's Dancing with the Stars. And then all of the Holland America voyages also include a Dancing with the Stars at Sea competition where finalists can be selected to appear in the sailings final show. The important thing, though, is that sailings have to take place by November 25th of this year in order to be one of those lucky mega finalists. So. Mm. You know, check the Holland America website for more details. But really, no matter whether you're in it to win it or just, you know, you want to go and have fun, this is going to be a a great cruise for everyone. From the Family Travel Network, Nancy Schroeder. Nancy, always a pleasure. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be on. And by the way, congratulations on episode 200. Woo! What a great thing. Thank you. Oh, that is too much. Oh, you're too great. (laughs) We'll have to celebrate in Europe next week. 
Definitely. I'm looking forward to it. This is Christian Smith calling from St. Louis, Missouri. Congratulations to Cruise Radio on your 200th episode. Always informative, entertaining, and just a little bit irreverent. Here's to 200 more episodes, guys. He's with us once again, President and CEO of TripInsurance.com, Dan Skilkin. Welcome back to Cruise Radio, Dan. Thanks, Matt. Good to be here. Dan, we understand TripInsurance.com is now offering free e-travel alerts to anyone who wants to sign up. Tell us about this great new service. Sure, Matt. Our goal is to help people travel with confidence. And all of TripInsurance.com's insurance policies come with e-travel alerts. This service is customized for each traveler depending on his or her destination. And what it does is it emails you late-breaking news about things like natural disasters, civil unrest, and transportation delays that could affect your travel plans. We now offer this service to anyone who'd like to enroll for their next vacation, regardless of whether they purchase their travel insurance from us. There's no obligation to buy. We just want you to be able to travel with the kind of information that will help you avoid problems on the road. And by the way, if, if you have any questions about your travel insurance, even if you're not buying from us, feel free to give us a call. We're happy to help. Hey, Dan, can you give us an example of the sort of warnings this service sends out? Sure. Uh, just prior to the 2012 London Olympics, the main freeway heading to Heathrow was scheduled to have two lanes shut down for a trial bike race to practice for the Olympic Games. And the day before uh, that shutdown happened, the service sent out a warning to all of our customers to advise them to head to the airport early if they needed to catch a flight. What it did is saved an awful lot of people a lot of travel headaches. Yeah, of course, of course. Now, uh, do you mind if I ask you a few questions about travel insurance coverage? Will travel insurance cover you if you miss your ship departure in Vancouver for an Alaskan cruise, if you can't board the ship in Alaska? That's a great question. About a year ago, Ed Perkins wrote a story about an Arkansas couple that lost the total value of their $8,000 Alaskan cruise because they missed their initial plane flight and missed the boat in Vancouver. Uh, even though they had travel insurance, the loss wasn't covered, and um, they couldn't rejoin their cruise once it left Vancouver. Normally, trip insurance will cover the cost of rejoining a cruise if you have a travel delay, but you have to be careful because travel insurance will only cover a carrier delay that causes you to miss your boat, not carelessness like showing up too late at the airport to, to make your initial flight. Um, but if you can't rejo rejoin your cruise at all, you could lose out on the entire value. And, and this is something that's sort of unusual about Alaskan cruises. The reason they couldn't rejoin their cruise is that under a U.S. law, which is called the Jones Act, that was enacted back in 1917 to protect U.S. ships, a foreign res registered cruise ship can't transport passengers between U.S. ports. Their cruise ended in Seward, Alaska, uh, which is a U.S. port, so they couldn't board the ship at any of the other U.S. ports once it had left Vancouver uh, because their cruise ship wasn't a U.S. registered ship. And so even though they had travel insurance that could cover the cost of additional transportation to catch up with the ship, they wouldn't be allowed to get on board, so they basically missed the whole cruise. This is one of the reasons why we recommend people, particularly for Alaskan cruises, to get to like Vancouver the night before so you can enjoy the city and you don't have to worry about missing the boat. All right, very well. We have a listener question from Craig in Vermont from Twitter. He writes, we are heading to Alaska and for one of the excursions, we're taking a helicopter to a glacier and doing a three-mile hike. Since I'm in the United States still, 
Will my health insurance cover any injuries? Craig, I've done excursions like that in Alaska with my whole family, and it was one of the best parts of our trip. And yes, your health insurance will cover you inside the United States for any of your medical bills. What is generally not covered is medical evacuation. If you get hurt and have to be airlifted to safety, many health insurance plans don't cover this. And travel insurance covers medical evacuation without a deductible. Well, Dan, that actually brings us to our next question. What's the difference between travel insurance and a waiver in a cruise line's policy? And one pol- and is one policy better than the other? A cruise cancellation fee waiver program that's typically sold by a cruise company is, in most cases, a form of travel insurance. And, and these kinds of wholesale plans offer a refund of any vacation penalty if you have to cancel for a covered reason. And some offer cancel for any reason coverage in the form of travel credits on your next cruise for 75% of your travel penalty. The biggest difference between these policies and an insurance policy you buy on the web or from your travel agent is the quality of the coverage. Generally, policies you buy from your cruise company have fewer covered reasons for cancellation. For instance, We have policies that cover you for work reasons if your boss cancels your previously scheduled vacation time, and that wouldn't generally be covered by a cruise company's policy. These cruise policies also never cover you for bankruptcy of the cruise line. Generally, insurance from the cruise company is not priced by the age of the passenger, but instead by the length and cost of the cruise. So here's here's a hint to help save you money. If you are younger than 60, You can save a lot of money on your coverage by buying online or through your travel agent. And if you're over 60 years of age, you can generally get much better coverage for just a few dollars more by shopping around. All right. Very good. President and CEO of TripInsurance.com, Dan Skilkin. Thanks so much for the info, Dan. Matt, always a pleasure to join you. Thanks. All right. That's going to do it. Don't forget to get the app. Search Cruise Radio Live in your smartphone app store. Free for iPhone users, only 99 cents for Droid. And subscribe to our cruise news updates at cruiseradio.net. Just put your email in the little pop-up box. And again, a sincere thanks to everyone who has helped us make it to 200 episodes. Yeah, over 100,000 of you, and you guys rock. Thank you so much. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Cruise Radio is recorded weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Download the Cruise Radio app. Hear Cruise Radio on TuneIn Radio, the Stitcher Radio Network, the Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, CruiseAddicts.com, and on our website at CruiseRadio.net. Follow Cruise Radio on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, and Tumblr. For advertising opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer.